Hello there, this is the Psychology Report, and we're glad you joined me today. This is Dr. Alan Hedberg. Today I'd like to address a particular issue that is important to me, but uh, I have seen operate in the world in which I live, and uh, that is serving the needs of older people. You know, we live in a world that is self-centered, self-absorbed, and it's very narcissistic. We've been taught to look out for ourselves been taught that we are number one, and after me, others come first. We've been taught to be very self-protective and to defend our own interests and advance our own interests, even over the interests of others. Somehow or other, we have been taught the philosophy, and we've learned it, and we've lived by it. Get the other person before he gets you. And also, we've forgotten the very profound idea and thought that President Kennedy stated and quoted in his inaugural address, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country, what you can do for elderly people, the world in which you live. Servanthood. Servanthood. Servanthood is a word that has somehow been deleted from our dictionary, often been deleted from our behavioral patterns, but yet it's the honorable thing to do. It's a privilege. It's the right thing to do. The intentional act of going beyond yourself and putting yourself forward to advance and to help and to assist another person achieve their goal or live their life a little less stressfully is what servanthood is all about. What are some of the advantages? What are some of the benefits of the person who steps forward and volunteers to be a servant to an older person in, in our community? Might be a neighbor, might be somebody in your church, might be a person that you've known for years, it might be a family member, an extended family member, a friend of the family, it could be anybody. But an older person is often a person who not only needs the support and help and guidance and assistance from somebody else, from a servant, if you will, but also appreciates it and would appreciate sharing their life with the one who provides services. Well, first of all, serving gives life a new perspective. You know, when you hang around people who are 50, 60, 70 years older than you, you get a perspective on life. You get a perspective of their experiences and how they lived their life and what life was like 30, 50, 60, 70 years earlier. Some of that you may not know. Some of that you may not have read about. But the subtleties of life can be conveyed in the interpersonal relationship that prevails between a person who is being served and the person who serves. It's the contribution that we make to each other. But in the process of that, we get a perspective of what life was like and what life is like and perhaps even what life will be like. Also, servanthood or serving others provides an opportunity to develop very special relationships. You know, people who serve each other and help each other and just associate with each other bond together. When you bond together, you learn from each other, and you contribute to each other, and you benefit from each other. You benefit in knowledge of learning new things, but you also benefit in health. There's good evidence to indicate that in serving other people, you become a happier person, and happier person are healthier, and they live longer. Healthier persons are much richer in their own emotional life, and in their own physical life, and their mental life. So serve. It's a special relationship. But from that, you gain special knowledge and special benefit. 
as you learn from each other and as you give to each other. Serving is always a two-way street. You get sometimes more than you give, but certainly sometimes you give you get something, even though you give a lot. Thirdly, serving gives you an opportunity to learn something about history. Where are you going to learn history? Except by talking to somebody who is much older than yourself. You can read books, you can read articles, you can watch movies. I mean those you can learn a lot of about history through a variety of secondary sources. But the primary source of talking to the person who lived the life, talking to the person who just experienced life 50 years earlier, 80 years earlier, and shares that with you, gives you a knowledge and a perspective on life that otherwise you would never have, and perhaps would never get in just reading a book about history. Take time to be part of the life of an elderly person. Take, take the opportunity to sit at their feet and learn and talk and discuss Take a historical journey as you serve people who are older than yourself. Also, serving teaches the person who serves to be flexible. Older people are not very flexible. Older people are often very rigid in their ways and want what they want and when they want it. Often stubborn, often bullheaded. They have their routines, they have their preferences, they have their ways of doing things and having life. And sometimes you just have to do that. You have to do it their way as you serve. But that allows you opportunity as the person who serves to learn what it's like to do things differently. To do things the way that somebody else wants them to be done. Not just the way that you want things to be done. And in that process, you learn to be flexible. You learn that there are more than one ways to skin a cat. Learn that there are many ways to accomplish a task. And enjoy it in the process and help somebody in the process. Also, serving provides personal satisfaction. It's when you return help to the helpless or you give help to the helpless. Whenever you're really bringing somebody up and, and uh, helping them feel a sense of importance and value and uh, personal strength and personal accomplishment and you know, just, just the, the joy that comes from helping somebody do something that otherwise is very difficult to do or would not be done otherwise give you a sense of personal satisfaction and when you live a life of personal satisfaction you're healthier you're happier you live longer you live more healthy your own healthiness is gained is benefited by serving other people because of the satisfaction that you get from providing that kind of service you learn compassion also you can't serve other people without learning how to be compassionate. You know, learning how to be compassionate is not easy. Hard to read a book on compassion and learn how to be compassionate. Compassionateness is learned by serving, by being around people who need compassion, who benefit from compassion, who soak it in, and who just love the interaction of a person who is being compassionate and caring and empathetic and giving. Compassion is learned, and that's how you learn it, is by being compassionate, even if it's hard, even if it's, even if to force it about, but when you do it, you learn in the process to be compassionate, and then you can go on and be compassionate to other people, and develop that as a lifestyle, develop it as a trait, develop it as a personality pattern, a personality trait that will pay off for all the years of your future. As you become compassionate, you become a person of value. Your marriage will be better. The relationships will be improved. Compassionateness and compassion is a caring behavior 
that pays off in many ways for years to come. And then lastly, serving other people helps you appreciate what they have contributed in life and what you're contributing to them. In the process of serving, you learn what they've done and how they've contributed to the community, how they've communicated how they've uh, contributed to their church, how they've contributed to family life and to their neighborhood and to the city and to the state and to their country. And when you learn that, it's like a model. It's like an example. Then you follow that. You try to make that your own lifestyle so that you contribute to your church, to your family, to your community, to your state, to your country. You see? And as you do that, you become a rich person, a very... very, uh, strong individual of character and positive trait that will pay off well into the future. So I end by saying, ask not what somebody can do for you. Ask what you can do for somebody else. Whether it's your mother, your father, an aunt, uncle, grandparent, neighbor, friend, relative, or whomever it might be. There's opportunity to serve. Seize that opportunity. And from that opportunity of serving, in the act of serving, you become a richer person. You become a person of quality. You become a person that has skill and traits and abilities that will be used in a variety of situations throughout the rest of your life. So if you're 10, start serving. If you're 15, serve others. If you're 20, if you're 25, find yourself in the role of helping somebody, serving somebody, assisting somebody. Achieve a better status in life. Reduce their stress. Reduce their agony. Reduce their pain. Reduce their difficulties in life so that they will not only appreciate you, but they can appreciate their older years and have a quality of life to the very end. It's up to you. You can give or you can sit back and just take. I recommend that you give. There's more for you in it and there's more for other people. And you can be part of that process of give and take. This has been the Psychology Report, and uh, this is Dr. Alan Hedberg, and I do recommend my book, but go to my website, booksbyhedberg.com. I have a book in there, Lessons from My Father. In that book, I've taken a number of quotes, a number of mottos that uh, have been communicated to children from their parents during the growing years, and those mottos have become ways of life and ways to live your life, and to direct your life, and to guide your life. We can learn from parents of the past, your parents, parents of other historical figures. But what I find is that mottos and guidance often comes from the Father. Hence, my book was entitled, Lessons from My Father. Get all that book, and then just kind of read that, and learn how you can learn from each other, and learn from people of the past, and learn from older people, in this world. And when you do that, you're going to be a better person as a result of it. It's a good little devotional book, inspirational reading, about one page per chapter, just enough to kind of just give you a teaser, enough to just put you in the sense of direction of how you can be a person of worth and value and contribute to this world and solve problems and be a decision maker and be a leader and be a person of decision and importance and value. This has been the Psychology Report, and thanks for joining me. Bye for now.